Hello, everyone, and welcome to This Week in Engineering. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director here at engineering.com. This Week in Engineering is all about green hydrogen. Siemens Smart Infrastructure is continuing on its path to becoming a world leader in green energy. The company is building one of the largest CO2-free hydrogen production plants in Germany. It's projected to be online by the end of 2021. Now, Siemens is partnering with WUNH2 to build a facility in Wunsiedl in northern Bavaria, close to that company's manufactured battery storage facility. The plant will run primarily on solar and wind power. In the first phase of production, the facility is expected to produce over 900 tons of hydrogen per year. Now, upon completion, that number is expected to reach 2,000 tons annually. The plant will generate power using Siemens Sealizer 300 polymer electrolyte membrane electrolyzers to extract hydrogen gas from water. The process works like this. Electricity used at the anode splits water into oxygen and positively charged hydrogen ions. The membrane blocks gases such as hydrogen and oxygen from mixing. The hydrogen ions move through the proton exchange membrane to the cathode. The electrons created at the anode are channeled through an external circuit bypassing the membrane. At the cathode end, the hydrogen ions meet up with electrons again, reacting to create hydrogen gas. This is a promising technique for turning hydrogen into energy. It only emits oxygen as a byproduct without generating any carbon emissions. Now, at present, about 96% of global hydrogen production uses alkali-based electrolysis, powered by non-renewable fossil fuels, to generate the hydrogen. By removing fossil fuels from the process, this promises to be a real game-changer. It can also generate storable H2 when solar and wind power provides more power than required. Now, meanwhile, at the Wunsiedl site, the oxygen and low-temperature waste heat generated by the Silizer proton exchange membrane system will it'll be used by nearby industrial facilities. While this process is at present more expensive than using alkaline-based electrolyzers and requires more energy, reducing the cost of production is a key target for making it more commercially competitive. Proton exchange membrane electrolysis machinery already has the advantage of compact design, higher current density, a smaller footprint, and the ability to operate at lower temperatures. With the Wunsiedl facility, Siemens is aiming to do just that, helping Germany reach its goal of becoming greenhouse gas neutral by 2050. Another vote of confidence in hydrogen power is coming from the United Kingdom's rail system. The first UK hydrogen power train has started trial runs with the aim of eventually decarbonizing the entire British rail network. Hydroflex is the creation of the University of Birmingham Centre for Railway Research and Education and Porterbrook, a British rolling stock company that owns about a third of the country's passenger rail fleet. The train used in the Hydroflex trials is a modified Class 319 train, which has been the diesel-burning mainstay of the UK's extensive train system. The modified train has hydrogen fuel tanks, fuel cells, lithium-ion batteries for energy storage, and electric motors. Four high-pressure hydrogen fuel tanks store up to 44 pounds of liquid H2. The pressure is regulated and maintained at a steady 8.5 bar by a pressure drop regulator. Now, the hydrogen is fed into the fuel cell, which mixes it with oxygen pulled from the surrounding air. The system can generate up to 100 kilowatts of electricity for power, water, and heat. The byproduct of this combustion is pure water rather than greenhouse gas exhaust. The electricity generated by the hydrogen combustion well, powers the train's electric motors when it isn't on an electrified grid's traction system. The train can flexibly switch to the UK's electric rail network, gaining power from a 750-volt DC third rail or a 25-kilovolt overhead supply. After the trial runs, the next step for Hydroflex is to develop a hydrogen and battery-powered system that can fit under the train's passenger compartment, freeing up more space for commuters. Developers are hopeful that the technology will be available to retrofit existing trains by 2023. The cutting-edge train has received a million dollars from the UK's Department of Transport on top of investment from the project's developing partners. 
The UK is committed to reduce its carbon emissions by 80% of 1990 levels by the year 2050. Another boost for green hydrogen use could come from Australia. A group of engineers from the University of New South Wales School of Chemical Engineering is examining the costs of using green hydrogen as an alternative to fossil fuels. The research team acknowledges that capital costs of electrolyzer and solar photovoltaic systems, as well as electrolyzer efficiency, available sunlight, and the size of the installations, well, all these things impact the viability of renewable hydrogen. Now, one way to decrease costs, they suggest, would be to use cheap transition metal-based catalysts in electrolyzers that can outperform catalysts currently in commercial use. With technological improvements in electrolyzer efficiency, lower installation costs, and governments and industry that are willing to invest in large systems that will take advantage of economies of scale, green hydrogen could become competitive, says the team. Green hydrogen costs could go as low as $2.20 per kilo by 2030. Now, this is equal to or potentially less than the cost of producing hydrogen from fossil fuels. That wraps up this episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of This Week in Engineering.